It's Thursday, January 26th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. From Washington to Berlin to Kyiv, a Western decision to send battle tanks to Ukraine was hailed enthusiastically while Moscow sought to downplay it. The Kremlin has previously warned that such tank deliveries would be a dangerous escalation of the conflict in Ukraine, and it has strongly denounced the watershed move by Germany and the United States to send the heavy weaponry to its foe. But it insists the new armor won't stop Russia from achieving its goals in Ukraine. Moscow downplayed the move in an apparent attempt to save face as the West raised the stakes in Ukraine. Some Russian experts also emphasized that the supply of the deadly armor will be relatively limited and could take months to reach the front. On Thursday, Russia launched a new wave of missile and self-exploding drone attacks across Ukraine. In other news, the U.S. Transportation Department is probing Southwest Airlines' scheduling in the wake of its holiday meltdown last month. The department will be examining whether executives sold more flights than the airline could realistically operate. The DOT spokespeople said it is the initial phase of a comprehensive investigation into the late December debacle. As part of the investigation, the department said it is looking into whether Southwest engaged in a, quote, unfair and deceptive practice, end quote, by offering unrealistic schedules. DOT will leverage the full extent of its investigative and enforcement power to ensure consumers are protected, and this process will continue to evolve as the department learns more, a spokeswoman said yesterday. The DOT said that it is monitoring to ensure Southwest complies with rules about providing refunds to affected customers and reimbursing expenses, something Southwest has said it is doing. Southwest canceled over 16,000 flights from December 21st through December 31st after it struggled to recover from a severe winter storm that swept across the country before Christmas. Around the world, the U.S. Marine Corps marked the opening of a new base on America's westernmost Pacific island of Guam as the Pentagon redirects its forces to counter China, which Washington has identified as a growing threat to U.S. security. The first new marine base since 1952, it is still under construction. It will eventually house 5,000 Marines tasked in the short term with deterring and detecting threats in the region. Longer term, the Guam base, which is about equidistant from Japan and Taiwan, is also slated to be a hub for Marines on Guam and across the northern Mariana Islands to train for protecting Pacific Islands, including vital sea lanes, in the event of an invasion. If there is a conflict with China, the Marines would be among the first ground forces to respond. Back in the U.S., the discoveries of classified documents among the personal possessions of two presidents and one vice president have created a traffic jam on Capitol Hill as committees jockey to investigate the issue and potentially pass legislation to address it. It appears that we have a systemic problem, said Representative Carlos Jimenez, a member of the House Homeland Security Committee. Elected officials from both sides of the aisle are now caught up in the fray. Several committees are claiming jurisdiction over the matter, and key briefings have been delayed while the Justice Department moves forward with its probes. And IBM on Wednesday joined the waves of companies making layoffs saying it would cut about 3,900 jobs. The cuts will stem from Kindrell Holdings Incorporated, 
the IT services business that IBM spun off last year, and its healthcare divesture, from which the company will incur about a $300 million change, a spokesman confirmed. The layoffs would amount to a 1.4% reduction from its headcount of 280,000, according to its latest annual report. The information technology company posted flat sales in the fourth quarter after the strong U.S. dollar hurt its reported revenue by more than $1 billion. IBM posted net income of $2.71 billion for the fourth quarter that ended in December 31st, compared with $2.33 billion a year earlier. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.